In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. My name is Father Brendan Kilcoyne. Uh, if you'd like to give us a hand, maybe you could send a few pounds to us via Patreon or PayPal. Hit the subscribe button always, which is absolutely crucial. Uh, keep the comments coming, and above all, keep us in your prayers. What do we mean when we say about somebody, well, he's a devil. I'm talking about in Ireland now. He's a devil to do this and a devil to do that. The very devil. Or we say of something that's very difficult to do, well, it's a devil. Well, it's a backhanded compliment to the father of lies, prince of darkness, and the murderer from the beginning. Yeah? To the principle of negation. To pointlessness with a human face. Hmm? Well, I'm throwing that in. He's not human. According to tradition, he is an archangel. Pure intellect. Clever beyond belief, beyond description. An intellect so far beyond us, second only to God. The prince of the morning. The rebel. The rebel against God, who in the words of Milton decided uh, better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. Do I believe in him? Or is he simply... A personifica personification, a literary and folkloric personification of, of evil. No, I believe in him. I have no trouble believing in him. No trouble. Yeah. My understanding is that uh, millions of people have no trouble believing in him. Actually, probably more people believe in the devil than believe in God. Do I believe he has horns and a tail and cloven hooves? I don't think so. I think he's rather cleverer than that. The devil is the counter-spirit. The active, intelligent, personality-endowed principle of negation. The destructive spirit personified. He who builds nothing and endlessly pulls down, tears down, destroys. A wrecker from the start. And from his black heart, a wrecker. Now, do I believe he's active? Yes. Do I believe he's active in individual lives? Yes. Wherever you find the work of God, you will find him. He is present at every mass. He's devout. Attentive. He's particularly attentive to the priest. Priests are of deep interest to him. And we are his familiars. Because the priesthood is so very dangerous for a man to come into. The dangers of becoming a priest are absolutely enormous. I strongly advise against it. Unless God is calling you to the priesthood, in which case, as I've said before, you have my deepest sympathies.
The devil only wants to deprive God of souls. The devil wants, he is a canker, a canker on the body spiritual, ecclesiastical. The devil hates the church, although he's very at home in it. He hates people. He hates God. He probably hates himself. That bit, I don't know. Have I seen people who are evil through and through? No, but I've, I have met a few people, quite ordinary people, whom I thought had become quite evil, probably through disappointment, through hurt, through envy, through spite. Yeah. I've seen evil in things people have said and done, people who think they're very good people. And I know that I have done evil. Yes. I go to confessions and I have to go to confessions. Yeah. I think that he's having a high old time with us at the moment in the church because we have shown him no respect for decades. And he doesn't take that personally. He loves that. The less respect we have for him, the more we discount his presence and his, his influence, the greater his power swells. And how powerful he is. The priesthood is on its knees and it's not because it's saying it's prayers. The body of Christ is bleeding, broken and wounded. We are a broken, a fractured, a suffering church. And a church which has great sin on its conscience. I mean that in the sense of the human element of the church. The devil is having a field day. The devil has corrupted priests who have abused children, will cheerfully in turn corrupt some of the victims, making them bitter and destroying their lives with hatred and envy, although most of them, as far as I can judge, come out better than that. And I must say many victims of, of child abuse are deeply impressive in terms of their, their dignity and the way they move past it and cheat him of his prey. And the devil will influence journalists. Just as he made sure that things didn't get out in the past, so he made sure that things got out later, at the moment of maximum impact. And will influence people who take pleasure in the church's difficulties. He is completely democratic and free of all snobbery. He is the most exquisite gentleman. His manners are impeccable. You remember the, role, the old Rolling Stones song? Pleased to meet you. Hope you know my name. What's troubling you is the nature of my game. Do you remember? Sympathy for the devil. That old song. He's the most agreeable company. And the church, I would put it to you, has never been getting on better with him. Well, that's not true. No, no, no. It's an up and down relationship. 
Sadly, there have been these times before. I want to put it to you here today that if you're serious about the spiritual life, you're going to have to realize that what looks to you like a clear road between two points, A and B, is studded with landmines. And there are dragons on all sides of that road. If you're going to do this, you'd better keep your goal firmly in mind and you'd better send on ahead for help and reinforcements and you'd better be in for a fight. If you're not in for a fight, I don't know what to say to you. Because you're going to be tempted and you have no idea what you're capable of. Few of us do. Wow. (laughs) Now, a huge amount depends on whether you are willing to fight. Spiritual combat. What, what, What are the great skills? Okay, well, I'll just mention one of them. Humility. It's absolutely crucial in dealing with the devil. His best work is done with pride. Humility. And humility isn't licking boots. All that's going to do is make you resentful and you'll be twice the associate of the devil that you were before. Humility is reality. It's where you realise you're a sinner but you are loved. I don't know how to say that without it sounding... It's sounding trite. But you are both of that. A sinner and loved. I beg you. Put on your armour. Okay? Put on anything you can find. Let's do battle. Yeah? Let's do battle. I'm not judging you, you don't judge me. We're all sinners together. All I'm saying is we need to get home. And he is going to do everything he can to stop us. Just to be clear. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.